Hello, everybody. What's going on? You know, it's funny. I've been sitting here trying to decide what the best intro should be. You know, like, what's up? Or hi? Or welcome back? I don't know. It'll probably evolve as this goes on. First of all, I wanted to just say thank you for the positive feedback. Um, It's been really, really great getting notes and comments from people who are just saying, hey, good job, like way to put yourself out there. So that's been really, really awesome. Um, Second, I have some really, really, really exciting people lined up to talk to. Some people who I had already reached out to about doing this and some people who reached out to me and said, hey, this sounds really cool and I would love to talk with you about what's going on in my life and share my story. So I cannot wait for the next few weeks because... Um, I literally have guest lines up through the end of October. So this is going to be really fun. I, uh, I'm sitting here and all I can think about is saying, um, and I know that I usually speak fairly well and don't say, um, a lot. So I don't know why that word is just stuck in my brain right now. So I'm going to do my best to not for, that's what I wanted to say. So I will be releasing episodes every Monday. I like Mondays. I've always been a big fan of Mondays. I like starting the week off just in a very positive way and on the right foot. I've always been a very big Monday workout person, regardless of how the weekend has gone. So some of my favorite podcasts uh, come out with new episodes on Monday. So I decided Monday's a day. So I'm excited to release this one and talk a little bit about self-awareness. Um, I thought it would be a good idea to talk about self-awareness because I really feel like that's been the key aspect of my journey over this year of 2022. I, you know, have learned so much about myself over the past nine months, and I've intentionally spent time learning about myself, understanding myself, processing through certain feelings, and becoming more aware of my feelings and how they impact my behavior, how they impact my interactions with other people, how I, you know, talk to myself, how I treat myself, how I get in and out of my own way of doing things, how it affects me as a leader, as a friend, as a daughter, as a sister. All of those things um, have really been a part of, you know, I guess in some ways, rebuilding myself into the person that I am right now and being confident and comfortable with who I am today. So I thought it was a good thing to discuss because it has been such a journey and I've had some, you know, aha moments and some key learnings that I think are really valuable and have kind of got me to the place that I am now, but also there's, there's always unexpected things that come along when you are working on yourself. And some of those have been tough on top of already dealing with tough. So I just thought that I would talk about that today. So I mentioned last time that I had a breakup at the end of 2021 And the first couple of weeks I had thought to myself, Hey, maybe this isn't going to be so bad. Maybe I am, you know, maybe I mourned it as I was still in it. 
I think as women, we do that a lot. We will mourn something before we decide to leave it. And then when we leave it, we leave it because we're actually finally done. Um, but in this case, I quickly realized that that was not what I had done. So after the first couple of weeks and having some travels and some, you know, just living and dealing, you know, living with my, my personal life and going out and doing things, I ended up getting really sick right before Christmas. And that was a lot (laughs) to deal with, but then it also kind of pushed me into the beginning of feeling all of these feelings. And I did realize that I was really, really sad. I woke up on New Year's Day exceptionally sad. In retrospect, I probably should have stayed home and just been sad and sat with myself, but it was New Year's Day. So I went out with my friends and we sat in a bar and we drank all day and other friends came and it was really, really fun. And we laughed and we listened to music and we had a good time. And then we all got COVID. So that was great because then in the depths of my sadness, I not only was sick, I was stuck at home because we were banning people still from the office then if they were sick. Not that I would have gone in if I was feeling as the way that I did, but once I even started feeling better, I still had to stay home for like another week because of all the different rules that we had at the time. So anyway, it was, uh, it was interesting and I was really sad. And during that time of being stuck at home, I opened up Twitter one morning and I saw that my ex had taken a job that he had been interviewing for um, as we or when the, at the time that we had broken up. And for some reason, that just really sent me over the edge. And I have never felt worse. I was physically in pain. I was emotionally in pain. I was mentally in pain. I got in the bath at lunchtime that day and I was just sobbing in a way that I don't know if I've ever sobbed before. And it was really tough. And, you know, thank God I have wonderful friends that I was texting and being honest with in that moment. And, you know, I got a lot of love and assurance that everything was going to be okay. And obviously they were right. And it was. Um, but I did feel like absolute crap. The next day I woke up and I realized that the day before was the rock bottom. It was the worst of it because I did feel just a little bit better. Have you ever been wine tasting and you're at a very nice winery and they bring out like their, you know, best of the best wine and they bring you it to you in a different glass because they want it to, you know, the glassware can change how the wine tastes and smells and opens up and all of the things. And you pick up the glass and it literally feels like paper made into glass. And you're like, oh my God, if I touch this or if I hold it too tightly, is it just going to break? I felt like one of those wine glasses where I felt unbelievably fragile, but I also knew that it was like the first step into getting back to me. Um, One of the things that I think is so interesting that I know that you know, I think everybody is probably capable of doing is not dealing with things as they happen. And I caught myself doing that years ago when I had graduated college and moved to Los Angeles. And I had a boyfriend at the time 
And, you know, it's so funny because when you're that young, 21, 22, and you're together with somebody and you think it's going so great and you're a big adult now and you graduated from college and you're off starting your first real job and you think that (laughs) this relationship could be like it for you. I know I had all of those thoughts. And now in retrospect, it makes me laugh because I'm like, I was 21 and he was 24. So we were children. Our Our brains were not fully developed yet. And here I was, you know, little naive me thinking that like, maybe we're going to get married. Nope. (laughs) Um, But I remember when we decided to stop seeing one another, I just kind of went about my day um, after we had that conversation. Not that it was this massive, horrible breakup. Did I love him? Of course I did. But I didn't, you know, it wasn't this kind of love. It wasn't, it, it, it just, it was young love. It was kid love. Um, but one of the things that I realized about six months later, I was so sad that we weren't together anymore. And I thought to myself, why am I so sad that we aren't together anymore? It's been six months and I've dated other people and I've done other things and I should be completely over it by now. So why am I not? And I, what I realized is that I never processed it. I never dealt with it. I just was like, okay, we're not together anymore later and kept moving on. So I kind of vowed to myself that I would deal with things as they come for hopefully the rest of my life, because then you can kind of process things and move on and not waste time processing it later. So anyway, with this breakup, I was like, all right, let's see what happens. Um, I was really, really sad in January, February. I started feeling more like myself, I remember vividly waking up one morning and thinking as I was getting ready for work, oh my God, I feel like myself. And it was weird because I hadn't actively ever thought, I don't feel like myself. So then feeling like myself, I thought, well, geez, I guess that's a good step in the right direction. Um, February is also my birthday. So I'm usually excited for that day because, you know, I think we all should be excited on our actual birthday. It's the day we were born. It's the day we, you know, showed up here and have lived this life and got to do a bunch of cool things. And you get a lot of nice phone calls and hopefully can have dinner with some people that love you and care about you. And family is excited. I can't tell you how many times I've heard the story from my dad about my mom going into labor. (laughs) So yeah, birthdays are a good day. Um, So anyway... In March, I think the, you know, there's always, there's those stages of grief. I Googled them a few times. Um, I don't necessarily think that I went in that order of what they say they are. I don't even know if I went through all of them, but I will say that in March, the anger definitely hit. And I was like, this is bullshit and fuck him. And he didn't call me on my birthday. And I don't want to date anybody. I don't want to be around men. I don't want to take care of a man. I want to just do whatever I want when I want. That was kind of the gist of Marge. And so I did. I you know, started going out more, having fun with my friends, and started laughing more, feeling good about myself. And it felt good. Um, by April, <laughs> I realized I might have been going a little too hard in the old paint from a partying perspective. And that's when the real work started on the self-awareness and feeling all of my feelings, understanding what they were doing, how they were, you know, making me feel who I was, who I was trying to be, 
all while, you know, still having a full-time job and, and, you know, friends and family and a home and all the other things that, you know, we all balance as we go through the ups and downs of life. Um, so I started taking better care of myself. I took a break from drinking, which was a good thing. Um, I got back on the Peloton. I had always been on the Peloton, but I wasn't doing it as uh, hard <laughs> as I probably could have. So I started working out harder. I started doing strength training. I started running again and really, really, you know, feeling all these feelings and processing all these emotions. Um, one thing that I noticed is that I was incredibly emotional. Now, I would say that I've always been an emotional person, but I think that I typically reserved my emotion for private. So, you know, if I was going to cry about something, I would, you know, do like a normal person doesn't cry in the shower or cry in the car, not cry constantly and multiple times in my boss's office. Um, yeah, yeah, that was really a tough one for me to, uh, swallow because I literally was so vulnerable and had moments where I could not stop myself from talking and sharing and then tears would come and I'm like, welp, here, here I am. Here's me today. This is fun. Um, and for those of you wondering, my boss is a man and he's lovely. And if you're listening, you know, I adore you and I will always be thankful that you you know, made me feel and make me feel as safe as you do. So I know I can be real with you, but, um, that really wasn't something that had happened to me very often or ever. So yeah, it was real interesting. Um, but the good thing is, is that I just kept learning about myself and as time went on and I started to feel better, uh, around the end of May, I finally felt maybe for the first time, I don't know, ever, or the first time, certainly in a long time, that I was living true to myself. And I remember having those feelings of what, what does that exactly mean? And it was setting boundaries. It was not spending time with certain people who I didn't really feel like were adding to my life what I needed at this time. Um, it was just doing what is best for me. And the interesting thing about living that way that I don't think is talked about enough is that when you do make those choices, there are people that are no longer a part of your life. And then that means that things can get kind of lonely and it can be tough because you're, you're now at a point, or I was now at a point where I was actively aware of what I did not want and did not want to do. And I think that awareness is so important because I feel like once you know something, it's, it's hard to go back to the behavior that you were doing prior because you know better. So if I, if I get to a point and I know, you know, doing this isn't that good for me or, you know, partying multiple nights a week isn't that good for me. It's like when I've made that decision that I don't want to do that, or I don't want to hang out with this person anymore, then it's like you almost, I felt like I almost had no choice, but to continue on that path because I it's, I'm my own, my own biggest judge. Right. So I'm sitting there going, well, why am I doing this? You know, this isn't good for you. So, but back to my point, I don't think that people talk about how lonely it can be. You can literally be sitting on your couch 
over the weekend and your phone doesn't ring or you only get text messages from your, you know, one group chat and your mom. And not that there's anything wrong with that because it's lovely to have close friends and it's lovely to have family that love you. But I will say sometimes the silence was painful and the silence was scary. Um, but I also knew that I had to just continue doing what was best for me because it ultimately felt good to be doing what was best for me. Um, so as summer continued on and I continued to feel better and feel like I was comfortable being me and comfortable doing everything on my own and comfortable just, you know, living my life, um, I still noticed that I was really emotional and I would still cry a lot. And I remember thinking to myself, is this just who I am now? Am I just going to be this emotional now moving forward? And that was a lot for me to swallow because sometimes I don't want to be, you know, brought to tears on certain things, um, or at least not on that frequent of a basis. But I just also thought, well, I'm not going to stop feeling my feelings. So I am just going to see what happens. Um, Around July, I started paying attention more to astrology. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not somebody who lives and dies by my daily horoscope. Um, I am a Pisces. And when I read definition of Pisces, I do think that it's very spot on for me. Um, I am very, I mean, I am emotional as I've been talking about. I am very passionate. I'm very romantic. I, you know, I, I can be creative and whimsical and get lost in my thoughts. Um, but I start, but I also, then I know other people who are Pisces and I'm like, that doesn't describe them at all. So that's why I say, I feel like I, I, I believe in it to an extent. I take things with a grain of salt, but I also think it's really neat when, a horoscope or a definition of something or, Hey, this is what you can expect in this new moon really resonates. Um, and it, when it feels like it's a really part of what you're going through, I think it's kind of fun. So I started paying more attention to that as well as some accounts that I follow that talk a lot about manifestation when there's a new moon. And I started doing those types of practices as well, which I think manifestation is great because it's just putting down your goals and setting the intention and believing that you've received it. Um, So what I think that does is that it in turn makes you work harder to achieve those things because you've put them out there in a way that you're telling your brain, this is going to happen. So get ready because it's everything that you want. So I started doing those things and that felt really good. Um, There was one, I guess it was just a few weeks ago where the exercise was to write down all of the things that you wanted to let go of and that were no longer serving you, and then thank the universe for removing them from your life. And then you're supposed to burn it. So, okay, I'll write a list of a few things that I'm ready to let go of that are no longer serving me, and I'll light it on fire. That sounds like fun. So I did that. Uh, one of the things at the beginning of August was to write a, write a journal entry dated exactly one year from that date. And it was to write all the things that you write it in the present tense, but in the following year. 
and all the things that you, you know, were manifesting that had happened by then. So that was also pretty cool because now I'm thinking about some of those things and putting plans into motion for those things to happen. So I think that it's all, all the things being in alignment, but it also feels really good. Um, one of the other things that I started paying more attention to was my own personal energy and what energy am I putting out and what energy am I bringing in and what types of things are my, is my energy attracting? Because I saw this one video and it was talking about if you're putting out energy in the form of chasing things in a way, it's almost like you're putting a force field up and the things aren't going to be able to come all the way to you. So it's a shifting of your energy to be more of an attractor and attracting all of the things that you want in your life that you have goals for to achieve or that you want for just how you want to live. So I, uh, my mom and I were getting ready to head to Europe and I thought to myself, when I come back from this trip, I want to have, I want to feel that my energy has shifted into me attracting all of the things that I want. And what's interesting is that I do feel that way. And I feel it so strongly that sometimes I just start laughing because I, it's all mindset. It's so all mindset. And it's so crazy to me because it's, it's not even that my behavior has changed. It's my mindset has changed. Therefore I feel the energy coming towards me versus feeling like I'm pushing energy out. And I mean, I don't know, you might laugh or think that's crazy, but it sound, it, 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 it's crazy. It's crazy to me that I feel it so strongly that I literally just start laughing at times. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is great. Um, the, the last thing that happened recently that I feel was the final pieces of the puzzle that I was putting together for this current version of who I am um, is fascinating to me. So as I mentioned, I had been really emotional and I was starting to wonder, is this just who I am now? Um, the second day of our trip, we were sitting in Southern Athens. I was sitting right on the water. It's absolutely stunning. I felt so lucky and so thankful to be there. It's the, gosh, I think it's the fifth time my mom and I have been international together and our third time together in Greece. And I was just really thankful to be there again and thankful that we had the opportunity to come. And it was a really nice break from life and from work. And it was warm and beautiful and cocktails and all the things. And I, a a three, three word phrase just hit me like a ton of bricks. And that phrase, phrase, I guess sentence, I don't know, was I value myself. And you might be thinking, well, wait, did you not value yourself? prior? No. I mean, yes, of course I valued myself, but I don't think I'd ever thought it like that or actually said those words out loud. And it was crazy to me because I felt like it was something that was sitting under my sub in my subconscious for so long that was waiting for my conscious to recognize it. And it, I just kept saying to myself, I value myself. 
And every time over the next few days when I would get up and I would go to the bathroom or if I would be in the, you know, getting out of the shower, I'd look in the mirror and I would just say, I value myself. I value myself. I value myself. And that has now become the baseline to which I approach everything. And I think that is so awesome because I also feel like that recognition of those three simple words has closed the door on all of this emotion that was coming out in the form of tears and and just massive emotions over the past few months. It was like that was waiting to get to the surface. And once I, I actively recognized that, I, I, I literally have hardly cried at all. And it's really nice to feel like I'm on the other side of that um, because you know, like I said, it was kind of exhausting to feel like I'm always crying. So that was really cool. But like I said, it's really become the baseline to which I now live. And when I look at work decisions, when I look at personal decisions, when I look at where am I spending my time, who am I spending my time with? It, it is, comes down to, I value myself. Therefore, I'm going to put myself in situations with people that make sense for me, and I'm going to do what is best for me. And I don't think that there is anything wrong with that. I think being selfish is like actually a really good thing because if I don't take care of myself, nobody's going to come and take care of me for me. So that was a really cool moment that happened Uh, I guess about a month ago now. So the other thing that I feel like was the final piece of the puzzle, and it's weird because I never really thought about about a puzzle. I never really thought about, oh, I'm like putting myself back together, putting myself together in a different way. Um, But that's kind of what it felt like when I finally got to this point. Uh, I got back, we got back from our trip and I, you know, got through a couple days of jet lag. And then I realized that there were a couple of people in my life that I needed to have some conversations with because I felt like I hadn't been completely honest about, about some things. And not that I was lying, that wasn't the case, but more so like, I felt like, Hey, this is how I feel about this friendship. And I need to be honest because it just felt like things had been kind of sticky. Um, and I, I thought a lot about sharing this piece because what I learned from this is that if, if we're going to be honest with somebody you have to do it for yourself. Or I felt like I was doing this for myself. I was being honest with a couple of friends for no reason other than I was doing it for me. I, was, I wasn't I was doing it with any expectations of their reactions or how they were going to respond. And I think that that is something important to acknowledge because no matter who you're talking to, when you're talking to them, what you're talking about, you, you don't, I mean, sometimes sure you can anticipate people's reactions, but you don't always know how people are going to respond to what you say. And so you can't go into it with expectations because then you're going to get let down in, in probably, you know, more than, more than one instance. 
So for me, I went into these discussions like I'm, I'm going to be honest because I feel like there's no reason not to be. And because I want there to not be any question on how I feel or where I stand and knowing that, you know, it could go in any direction because maybe the person on the receiving end of the conversation doesn't want to, I don't know, or just is going to be not happy with what, what I had to say. So anyway, I don't know that I explained that that well, but ultimately I had a few conversations with some friends and I walked away from them feeling fucking great because I felt like by me being honest, it removed the bullshit that had been kind of in the way of these friendships from being totally authentic and as good as they could be. So I thought, wow, that was so incredibly freeing. (laughs) And it really did make me feel like it was the last piece of the puzzle of, you know, Just, you know, when you're doing a puzzle and you get to that last piece and you push it in and you're like, yes, this is done and it looks great. And I'm so proud that I finished it. That was the feeling that I felt. I was like, hey, I finished this puzzle. Um, And now I'm just riding this wave because I know that with life, you know, we have ups and we have downs and we have highs and we have lows. And right now I am feeling so fantastic and I'm going to just continue enjoying the hell out of how fantastic I feel while living as authentically as possible, valuing myself every day and having a lot of fun. I really feel like I finally have gotten out of my own way And that is also a very freeing feeling. I think that I was in my own way for probably the last two years in regards to even putting this podcast out there. Um, Although I do believe that things happen as they should and that the timing of this is could not be better. Um, But I know that I was definitely in my own way for quite some time in getting this out. Uh, But yeah, I don't feel like I'm in my own way anymore. So... I'm really excited about the goals that I've set for the balance of this year. I'm excited to achieve them both professionally and personally and excited to, you know, see where I'm at come December 31st. So that is my kind of my whole spiel on self-awareness and my own personal journey of grieving a loss and coming through it and coming out, I think even better and stronger and happier. Um, I really, really believe that when we know better, we, we have no choice but to do better. So getting to know myself and getting to know my feelings and how they just impact everything in my life and how I am and who I am and All of those things has been a journey that's been tough, but I would go through it all again to get here today. So with all of that being said, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for encouraging me. Um, Like, comment, subscribe, all the things. At the link, there is also a link to my Instagram and my TikTok. The TikTok piece is definitely daunting, but 
I do think that it is necessary to help organic growth. (laughs) So feel free to make fun of me all you want, because I'm sure that there will be some that are dumb. (laughs) But hey, it's all in good fun, right? Uh, Thanks so much, everybody, for listening, and I will be back next Monday with my first guest, and I cannot wait to have these conversations. And again, if you have anyone in your life or if you yourself are interested in sharing your story, your round two, please reach out and we can schedule a time to chat. All right. Thanks so much. Have a wonderful week, and we will talk to you soon.